Sox fans, welcome to Good Guys Talk Back, a fan-centric Chicago White Sox podcast for the love of the Sox. Hosted by Nick Borowski and Pat Hester. Hey Sox fans, welcome to Good Guys Talk Back, episode 141. I am Nick Morowski, and this is a fan-centric local Chicago White Sox podcast recording just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. You can find this podcast everywhere you find your podcast. Subscribe, pass it along. Check us out on Twitter at GoodGuysTV. We've also got a Facebook fan page. Um, not the episode we wanted to record this evening. Um, not at all. Uh, the way we wanted to kind of wrap up the 2021 season uh, way too soon in my mind. Uh, But Pat Hester, um, we're going to talk about it. Uh, There's definitely some uh, some highs during this series, but a hell of a lot of lows. Yeah, I I feel like, Nick, you know, I I don't know yet how we'll look back or how I will personally look back on this season, whether it will be you know, some fond memories because it was filled with some uh, fabulous moments, you know, that we and we've documented a lot. We record twice a week. And I think you and I, for the most part, for except for a couple of times when I was out, uh, have recorded just about after every series uh, throughout the entire year. So that's a, a lot of good in there. And it's unfortunate it's going to end on on a show like this uh, for the, you know, at least the the number of shows that we do during uh, during a stretch. But you know, uh, we're like 29 other teams or 28 other teams, if you will, that are that are, are going to be, you know, wallowing in the rest of the year. And uh, I just but I just don't know yet again how I'll look back on this year, whether it be f- uh, with fondness or will it be a, uh, you know, opportunity missed type of feeling or will you just wear the uh, the rose colored glasses, Nick, and think, well, uh, next year is uh, is another year and another opportunity. I don't know. I'm not sure yet. I guess I'm too close to it. Yeah, yeah. It. I was w- thinking maybe we delay this recording, but uh, I, I figured, you know, it is raw. Uh, a lot of the things that we're going to talk about are, are fresh. I, I was at the game. Uh, this afternoon, uh, we were both at the game on on Sunday. A uh, lot of things to to dis- discuss, and you know, it's early to get into too many off season things right now. Um, well, I mean, we'll touch on it, but folks, this podcast goes through uh, the off season right up until uh, you know spring training, and then when we start uh, the twenty twenty two season. If you're uh, new to us this year, uh, welcome. This has been our third year. Uh, talking White Sox baseball with you. Um, some exciting stuff. We just learned uh, just yesterday that Good Guys Talk Back has entered into the top 100 uh, for Apple podcasts. I should say Apple baseball podcasts in the U.S., which is huge, Pat. Um, so I just want to say thank you to to the listeners, for folks uh, tuning in. Uh, passing this podcast along. Uh, I really appreciate it. And uh, we hope to continue to give you this product uh, well through the off season and, and, and into 2022. But um, Pat, yeah, 10 to one today, uh, the, the Sox get bounced out of the ALDS. Um, you had mentioned uh, how you're going to look back on the se- on the season. And I'll tell you from my perspective, Pat, right now, uh, it's a disappointment. 
You know, mm-hmm. um, I, Hey, I appreciate seeing October baseball. I, I really appreciate, uh, having the Sox finally win the division after 13 years. Uh, but this team was built for more. The, yeah. This team, and we, we started talking about it with some guests and, and you and I, and folks that I would share conversation with just family and friends and other Sox fans. We know collectively, Pat, that if they didn't at least get to the ALCS and really make it a, a, a competition, uh, that was going to be a disappointment. So, yeah. uh, you know, I'm with you on the I'm disappointment. I, I don't know if, if I would go as far as failure. So there's that conversation. I think that comes up, you know, every year, your team, whatever team you're rooting for, or whatever, you know, uh, sport you're rooting for. If your team doesn't win at all, is it a, ultimately a failure? There's only one team. Uh, that that's that's ultimately going to to carry the trophy and win big prize at the end of the year. So is it a, a failure? I, I don't know if I would go that far, but I would say uh, definitely disappointment. And I guess I'm a little bit more disappointed in you know the way the starting staff and the starting pitching uh, was really the Achilles heel throughout this series. Nick, it it really didn't give us much of a shot. And when you get buried right away uh, in a in a couple of these games, it, it's it's unfortunate that. You know, you're putting guys on base and you're not able to go at least five innings with any of the guys that we've kind of, uh, you know, really touted as a top staff throughout the entire year. Yeah, uh, I was lucky enough to go to the game with my father, uh, which is which was awesome to be at the game with him. Um, Obviously, the outcome was dejecting. And uh, but as we were walking back uh, to my house, that's exactly what we talked about is we didn't have a guy that went more than maybe four and two thirds mm-hmm. uh, this postseason starting pitcher. You, we didn't have a horse that we could rely on for maybe five, six innings. And I know baseball is structured a lot differently, you know, over the last several years, um, you know, especially in a game like this afternoon when Rodon got a couple guys on, hit a guy, just started to look a little shaky, uh, you know, quick hook because we've got a we've got a rested bullpen um we're not gonna we're not gonna let we don't have uh time to see if he can kind of uh weather the storm mm-hmm. but we we just you know we just didn't have a guy and i don't know if that's something moving forward or you know it's not like you could quiz somebody during free agency like do you think you can go six innings in the postseason for us um it's not it's not it's, <laughs> is that gonna be you and i talked uh, before we started recording about the survey that was going to come out yeah uh, from the socks that goes out to all the season ticket holders will that yeah. be one of them can you make it through six innings and nick yeah. would you answer yes yeah well i mean i <laughs> maybe what they'll I, ask you nick morowski to go yeah, out I, there and throw I, six maybe they'll say who who do you think we should go after who do you think throws six in you know and i don't know if that is uh that you know you might not see that a lot in this postseason throughout well, you uh, won't and and nick i would i would lean more towards of uh, lance lynn just didn't look right Let, let's face it he hasn't looked right for the last month well he or, also or so. i mean he you know he's a fastball pitcher and houston's mm-hmm. a fastball hitting team yeah so. so that matchup didn't work out well hence the reason why i didn't really like him in game one again I, I was still okay with the way the rotation shook out I, i'm not gonna rage against that machine but uh, you know he let you down with the health uh rodan obviously let you down with his health it obviously was not where we wanted to be or also wouldn't have been a topic 
right? It would have been no decision. He would have probably started game one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you've got half of your 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 guys, really, because you're not going five starters in, in playoff series uh, that are really questionable with their health that really couldn't stand the test of, of the, uh, the season. Now, whether that is indicative in what's going to happen next year or not, I don't know. But I, I would love to have seen what the series could have been like had those guys been – you know, mid-season form and seeing what, cause I, cause I think that, I think that changes the entire series, but if, if some butts were candy and nuts, we'd all have mm-hmm. a Merry Christmas. So sure. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, yes. Uh, I, 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 I think we went into this postseason healthy and really, I guess I'm thinking more of our offensive players, our, our lineup uh, pitching wise, uh, Rodan definitely uh, was was coming in um, questionable and and maybe a little bit of Lynn, but um, you know, I I look at what was going on, uh, you know, not only in the games that you and I were at, but what, you know, game one and two in Houston, and what the Astros did was nothing too scientific or amazing. Uh, they walked to first when there were four balls and they stole some bases and they hit the ball where the Sox players weren't. Mm-hmm. And, and then when there were some guys on and, and we made some mistakes defensively uh, and gave them extra outs, then they had a power surge. Yeah. And, you know, before, you know, it was like, you know, they put up six or seven runs. Uh, the amount of guys that Sox pitching walked throughout this yeah. series Um and, you know, as Hawk would always say, the dreaded leadoff walk because it will come around and bite you. And it mm-hmm. did many times. It did a little bit on, uh, you know, in game three uh, in that magical game, the Lurie game. Uh, but we were able to weather that storm uh, offensively. Today, we were putting guys on left and right. And, uh, you know, they would come up with a big hit. And yeah. our, you know, our offense just wasn't, it wasn't there throughout the series. No. Um, it, well, it was not. We, we, we could have banked on it, right, Nick? 12 runs in oh, one game. Oh, my gosh. One today. Yeah. I, I go why why haven't we made that bet yet? Now it's too Pat, late. Now the season's over. Let me ask over. you this. <laughs> did, did, did the rain out affect, you think, the momentum? <clears throat> I mean, what, what happened? Well, yeah. What what I go back to in baseball, Nick, is momentum is just as good as your next game starting pitcher. I was uh, confident in today because I really felt like with, what was it, 10 days off for Rodon or 11 12. days off, 12 days off that he had, I really felt you know we were going to get the best out of him. It might have been the last we saw him if we mm-hmm. had advanced. We may have not seen him again the rest of the year. But I figured if, if we're going to use this bullet, uh, it's going to happen today and he's going to, you know, come out there and, and he's going to, you know, give it his all. And he did that first inning, which I was able to watch. I had to step away for a meeting today, but I was able mm-hmm. to watch that first inning and I was psyched. I, I'm down in my basement, you know, pumping my fist, uh, mm-hmm. screaming, explicit, ex, you know, foul language and, and getting all excited. <laughs> and, uh, and then next thing I know, I'm on a conference call and I come back and shit hits the fan. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> I, I, you know, I don't even know where I was going with it, Nick. I'm well, you look at you look at the, the, the same thing kind of happened with Cease in the game you and I were yeah. at. Is Cease came out uh, a raging bull, you know, mm-hmm. just seeing red in the first inning. Same thing with Rodon, and there was a long bottom of the first on Sunday in Game Three. We yeah. scored a run, and it just when Cease came out for the second. 
he was off. You know, he, he couldn't find the strike zone. It was almost like he was on the bench. The adrenaline died down and the crowd was in it, man, yeah. on Sunday, the entire time. Um, and the same thing kind of happened with Rodon. You know, we, we had a bit of a longer bottom of the first. We didn't score any runs, but we got a couple guys on. We kind of got to McCullers a little bit. I was excited about that bottom half. And then Rodon came out and he just didn't look as sharp. Like yeah. the, 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 uh, the adrenaline wasn't quite there and the crowd again was in it, you know? Yeah. Um, so I, I, I know playoff baseball playoff pitching is, um, it's a different beast, but I don't know. I, I would love if we could get, you know, the, the, and, and these are, these are rarities, but, mm. but guys like, you know, uh, a McCullers, uh, you know, a Verlander historically, a Scherzer, it's just, you know, a, a, just guys that you can kind of bank on, like, you're going to give me five or six. Um, and, and I, that, those are rare. Those, those well, are rare to find. Your original question was about the rain out and if it was yes. an advantage yeah. or not. And I kind of got yeah. lost in my own yeah. uh, explanation there. I, I, I really just think it came down to the starting picture that you have. What do you think? I mean, do you think, I, how did you feel going into it? And what do you feel like with hindsight being 2020? Well, I was, um, after Sunday night, Pat, and, and you you and I were there as, as 40 plus thousand others were and folks watching on TV, you know, on the edge of your seat, um, yeah, probably until the last until the last out, knowing yeah. that Houston team, you never knew what was going to happen. Mm -hmm. I, I I going into Sunday's game, I had a, an awesome feeling. I was like, this is going to be raucous. This is going to punch Houston in the mouth, our crowd, a night game, the blackout, everything. It's what we wanted for home field advantage. Mm -hmm. You know, it lived up to it. Um, I, you know, I, those players saw like the video, you watch the videos yeah. from Sunday and just, you know, the stuff that Gavin Sheets was saying to Daryl Boston when he got to first base, like yeah. the stuff that Giolito was talking about. Uh, and in the dugout, just I, you know, I can't believe these fans. Th this mm -hmm. is insane. Uh, Larusa commenting it at after the game, like nobody left. You know, mm -hmm. nobody left their seat. And in a twelve-six game, right? When when everybody's still there in their seats and still into it, I mean, hungry. A lot of people could have just said, you know what, I'm going to beat traffic out it, here. It, and exactly, we've been here for a, four and a half hours. I, I don't know if it was because Columbus Day was on Monday. A lot of people had the day off. They're like, you know. Or it was just look. This is White hey Sox. Man, I didn't have the day off on Columbus Day. Yeah, a lot, that's you know, right. So and I didn't but, leave. But I, I feel like for a Sox fan, it is it's rare. This doesn't yeah. come around, and you know you wanted to relish every moment of that, and mm. you wanted to you wanted to see that final nail pounded in by by Hendricks. Um, and and I bet you if they allowed you, you could probably have stayed the night because you wanted <laughs> to continue to soak up, you know, that energy. So I was I was ready for Monday. I was yeah. like, this is going to carry over into Monday. We got into Houston's bullpen. We depleted that. Uh, you probably you weren't going to see McCullers, mm -hmm. um, so I, I was I was you know ready. I was ready for uh, our bullpen was a little shot, and I felt like our guys were going to be our guys were going to be tired. You know, it was a late late game, man, and then mm -hmm. you were going to have a two thirty start on Monday. So, but I just felt like the momentum, you know, yeah. and uh, but you're right. Um, when I heard Rodan was was going to throw, I was like, well, that's our momentum. 
you know, mm-hmm. and uh, this guy's rested and he was throwing 97, 98. Oh, yeah. That's why know? I was pumped up. That's what, that's why I'm down in my basement pumping my fist to nobody. Yeah. Swearing uh, at and people swearing that are there. The I'm, yeah. I'm swearing at the player. You know me. Yeah. I'm usually yeah. very stoic during a game until I get riled up and scream at people and yeah. tell them to sit their ass down. But I, yeah, it, it was, uh, it, it was I was really pumped up for today. I was really excited when I saw it was, we took the lead. It was one to nothing. And, and with the way I saw Rodon pitch that first inning felt like uh, today was our day. And then all of a sudden, and then and that was, uh, that was all she wrote. And it's unfortunate to limp out this way, Nick, but you know what? You mentioned it and you talked about it a lot. I thought about this actually on the way home um, as the, you, you heard the comments and you saw some things on Twitter and you saw some things commented about during the broadcast about the crowd, Nick, and it really makes you proud, uh, of the fan base. I thought the way, uh, we showed up mm-hmm. and, and showed that team what we will give you. If you put a good product and a good effort out on the field, what we will provide back and I think it showed something to the the front office, and I think it showed something to uh, you know the rest of the rest of the country about this is what it is to be a Sox fan, and and this is what it could be like for a long time. Just keep giving it to us. Yeah. Uh, again, uh, well said, Pat. Um, and, and we knew it. You know, as you and I, as diehard, lifelong for many many years, Sox fans and folks that are maybe new to the team, maybe this was your first playoff experience, boy. What an experience it was, especially if you were fortunate enough to be at uh, Sunday. Um, yeah. You know, we we bring it, and uh, you know the the nation saw that. You know, it was a nationally televised game, and um, you know, you you just didn't want to say goodbye to this team this yeah. this soon. And yep. and you know, going back again, I, I hate to keep beating this, but th- that is why I, I wanted home field advantage. Home field advantage matters. I don't care what anybody says. You know, um, well, yeah, it's the playoffs and uh, it's, it's you know, the slate is clean. Doesn't matter where you're going to have to learn to win on the road. I understand that you are going to have to win on the road. But if you can start out in your home building, I think that's a huge advantage. That yeah. is an absolutely huge advantage. Momentum is something uh, I, I hate to, you know, I hate to disagree with folks that I really respect that are smart. You know, I I just didn't see you know, a switch being flipped for some of these guys once it was the postseason. Guys mm-hmm. like like Aloy, um, guys like Hernandez, um, you know, even even guys like Mankata or Abreu. Yeah. Boy, um, you know, and, and it was a team-wide issue with extra base hits. Uh, mm-hmm. Aside from Sunday, there was nothing going on. Um, and it felt like, you know, the last two games, Gavin Sheets was the only guy providing offense. But – you know, and 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 maybe you know, I look at the the Tampa uh, uh, the the Tampa Boston series, and you look at Tampa. Well, they clinched home field throughout. They yeah. won a hundred games or whatever. And look at that, you know. Yeah. So, you know, I, I I don't know if there's anything to be said with, but they're playing in a, in a home crowd in Tampa is different than playing uh, for a home crowd in in the South Side of Chicago, though. Oh yeah. Uh, so so that's a different. That's a different story. But let, let me ask you about your experience, though, 
Um, I, I, I don't know if you went to a playoff game in 2008. Um, I did. I went to, I, I went to the game that actually won. Uh, okay. The, I, I, I went so to compare. The, I mean, can you compare well, the atmospheres I, at all? Or? It, it is really hard for me, Nick. I mean, that, that game in 2008, um, I, I happened to be sitting in a suite that night. So oh, boy, this, here this, we go. <laughs> I, I was not with the commoners, uh, that night. So Good Lord. Uh, that that's a different experience on a, on a, but it was fun. Right. But it's different. You're not this, this experience. I, I did go in 2005 and went to the infamous, uh, AJ drop yep. strike yep. game or yep. drop, drop third. Were you uh, in an owner's strike. box? At the I was time not, I was okay, not yeah. in an owner's box at that time. Right. I was in the very last row oh. in that field. Okay. Uh, so, but that was still no, nothing even close to the experience that, that we, you and I had on, on Sunday. I, I've, I've never been to a sporting event and I've been to a lot of sporting events for a lot of different, you know, sports and games over the years. I've never been anything like that. That was, uh, it gives you chills. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, amazing, amazing experience. The, the, the fans around you, just everybody, uh, was just wonderful. I, I can't even describe, um, you know, when, when Leary hit that home run, it, I, I've never seen a 40,000 people react the way that 40,000 people reacted. You, it was, it was amazing. It was like everybody won the lottery all at the same time. Yeah. I mean, down five, three, uh, he comes up and, uh, you know, he he could put the bat on the ball. He can do some damage, mm-hmm. but, no way am I thinking a, a just a moonshot yeah. to center field. And he did, and then the Sox go up by one. And and what is going to get lost in that game is that Houston came right back and tied it up at six. Yeah. Um, and then we had a claw again uh, offensively. And and then it just kind of uh, the, the gates opened um. up. But, yeah, I, I would say that if there's any, you know, if there's any takeaway from this season, and then there's a lot of positive takeaways, there are. Um, it is that that Sunday experience as a fan mm-hmm. uh, to be able to take that and you can kind of live with that and that can kind of get you through the winter a little bit uh, yeah. through the off season of that. That is what you want to get back to. That that is what you want to. Well, here's the difference, Nick. You know, you're talking about you know what was like versus you know 2008. I don't know. I can't really think back to my thoughts in 2008 after they lost that series, but I I I didn't probably feel as confident that we'll be back again next year. Now again, you never know what's going to happen. God knows what's going to happen. 2008 bad felt like whoa. That was what happened there. Yeah, that that was just like that would have been nice if we would have done something, but it didn't happen. It was a fun, uh, fun little run that lasted. Yeah, I feel like there the the window is now open, and and the time to to strike is now. They mentioned on the broadcast today a little bit all the guys that they've got locked up and the core that's going to be here for for many years to come. Uh, so here's hoping that we have a lot of opportunities to keep knocking on that door till we, till we come through and, and hats off to Houston. You know, Houston is still in their window of winning, uh, depending on what happens with some guys that they've got, I think that are up for contract, uh, after this year, but you know, they're a good team They They've won. They, what did they win? 95 games this year, mm-hmm. whatever it was, and won their division again. And, and again, going deep in the playoffs for a reason, they've got a great team. So it wasn't like we, we lost to, you know, a, a, you know, for example, if there was an American League equivalent to the Cardinals that got hot for September and won, 
you know, a ton of games in a row, gotten in the playoffs, and then, you know, you face them and, you know, you're out, something like that, a team that wasn't good all year. Uh, and then all of a sudden they're hot. So you lost to a really good team. You tip your cap to them. But I hope they take this feeling and remember it and, and don't want to have that taste in their mouth again. I, I That's what I hope anyway. Yeah, I, I hear you. Um, I, I hear you. I mean, we got beat, uh, but we also beat ourselves a lot of times throughout yeah. this series. Um, you know, t- today was just an embarrassment. And, it, and, and, and going from, yes, we've got that wonderful experience of Sunday – to we also now have this bitter, bitter, horrible taste in our mouth from this uh, Tuesday loss that we have to carry with us uh, through the off season. Um, you know, they got a taste last year. Uh, a lot of these guys got a taste last year, and and they didn't want it, that to happen again. And uh, there were some new faces this year, but you know, to only win one game in the postseason, though, Pat, after this year, all, all mm-hmm. the hype, all the you know, um, yeah, I get it. The window is the window is open. You, you just you, and it's too early to um, it's too early to start panicking, of course. But uh, the mind goes to, you know, some of these twins teams uh, over a span that, you know, would win the division, win the division and yeah. can't can't even win a game, let alone a series. And this this Sox team is is not been built to just simply I think win divisions like we expect to get to the ALCS, you know, multiple times, get to some World Series appearances, win a championship or two. Um, so I, there there are holes though with this team, Pat, uh, and, yeah. and Houston exposed just about every weakness we had. They ran all over us, by the way. Mm-hmm. I mean, they they took every bag that they could. You know, some Grandal can't throw a guy out, but also the pitchers aren't giving him any help by well, by not yeah. holding them on. Uh, it, that that one was, you know, defense. Um, you know, I well, well surprisingly well, though, Nick, I, if I'm if I'm not wrong, I think I heard today they today when Tim Anderson committed the error at, at short today, that was their first error of the of the series. Is that right? Um, I, I'm thinking a little bit of like out of place, like they just yeah. felt like they weren't maybe prepared. Maybe they like were they weren't officially errors, but but you know, just, yeah, right, you know, okay, yeah, yeah. I guess that's what I'm, you know, um, those things hopefully will be looked at. Um, and uh, and I don't know what's going to happen with the CBA, Pat. You know, uh, yeah. you know, it, there's going to be some interesting off season uh, things going on. A little tug of war between owners and players and i hate to say that well i just i just would you know hope to have a 2022 season i I don't want to just be happy with that Mm -hmm. um you know i want i want to i i think we're out for blood this team should be uh you know and and it's early man these emotions we're talking about right now and you folks are listening to these these are raw man Uh, just hours ago we saw our beloved white Sox uh end their season so you know, I think there's a lot to process, um, but uh, th- this team does have a lot going for it, man. Oh, yeah. they, they really, they really do. I, I've got, I've got a question for you, Nick. And I was thinking yeah. about this uh, before today. You know, going back to the some of the comics that that uh, Tapera had made uh, after after Sunday's game. Do you think? Uh, do you think that poked the bear a little bit? Woke the bear up? Yeah, I, I don't know if I'd be making those comments. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I don't know if I would have been made it, making those comments. Um, you know, he's he's emotional. He he maybe was talking out of turn a little bit, and 
maybe there's something there. Uh, obviously, there's a track record with Hughes, and I, yeah. I don't think you can ever believe a word they say or anybody says in that organization. And I don't. They might. They might never live that stuff down. Um, obviously, the fans uh, let let Houston know it Sunday night and, and today. Um, but I wouldn't give them any any bullpen or uh, bill uh, bulletin board stuff is yeah. what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't give them anything to get themselves riled up uh, on, you know. Yeah. And, and Tapera pitched pretty well today. Oh yeah, he came I mean, in. Um, he, but he he was about the one, uh, you know, bright spot throughout the entire. But, uh, but I'm telling you, you got guys like Correa. Um, who may or may not be on, on the Astros next year, and El Tuve. Uh, El Tuve goes three for five with three RBIs, hit one of the longest home runs I've ever seen, especially off Hendricks in the ninth inning. Correa, just some big clutch hits. And, and folks, if you weren't at the games and you uh, couldn't hear it through the uh, broadcast, the fans giving it to El Tuve, um, mm. you know, with with cheater chants, with F El Tuve, you know, booing, you know, these guys are professional athletes. And, and he and he's been hearing that stuff for a while now. But what kind of shocks me just as a novice, as a fan, is is the mental side of the game, Pat. And for. Folks to be getting on guys like that, Altuve and Carrera, just 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 wearing them out verbally. Mm, yeah, and and them putting up the offensive numbers that they did, you know, in this series, Altuve can hit, man, and he also is just pesky on the base. All of those Astros players are pesky, but yeah. those Carrera and, and Altuve got it the worst mm. um, in terms of fan reaction. But boy. It just felt like they didn't. They weren't even bothered one bit. Yeah, uh, they just continued to do work against. Well, us. will they will they get it against Boston? Because you know the Boston Red Sox were caught up in their own uh, cheating scandal as well. So yeah. So do, do, is our trash cans being banged in Boston? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and and will will Houston fans be cheating cheaters chanting cheaters uh, when when they play in Houston, or will everybody just go? Yeah, okay. You're, you we're we're just all gonna cheat. Yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, you, you guys cheating? Cool, because we are too. Excellent. Let's all just cheat. Um, yeah, I, and that was the other thing is, um, oh man, to to be able to knock Houston out, I feel like we'd have been, a, been doing a service for every baseball fan yeah. across the country and world mm -hmm. uh, that wasn't maybe in Houston. Um, and just to to let them off the hook like that, and and really not even put up too much of a fight, yeah. honestly. Um, the socks and five stuff that was trending on social media after, um, after game three, that was fun. It was fun to get yourself in a lather and, and talk yourself into it. And I truly thought going into this game four, we had, we were had the, we had the chance, uh, mm -hmm. and the home crowd brought it, man. There were yeah. 40,000 today for a Tuesday yeah. afternoon, people scrambling to move things around, you know, find ways to get to the ballpark. And uh, and they were in it, man. But what I got to say to to folks is that we're like, well, there, there's just no energy. The, the fans didn't have any energy today. 
it, it takes a spark, man. You, yeah. you need you need to get a little bit. The offense, the team has to do some of the work. We yeah. we can't just generate everything here. <laughs> it's you know? it's hard. It's hard to cheer right, full throated for for three and a half. I'll tell hours, you what. Man. I my hands were chapped. They were they were just uh, bleeding uh, almost yeah. uh, after Sunday. Uh, but we were given things to kind of kind of motivate us. You know, yeah. some of it was generated at the beginning, but the team's got to do their part and. Yeah. It, you know, just it was a lifeless effort today. And then again, just a sour taste going into the off season. Yeah. Well, it's again, it's unfortunate, Nick. And we're we're going to break uh, or we're, we're going to still continue to obviously talk uh, a lot about this team throughout the uh, throughout the yeah. off season. But, yeah. you know, an off season that you and I were, were not looking forward to talking about this soon. I, I'm curious uh, your thoughts on on Tony. You mentioned Tony Russa earlier on. What, you, what were your thoughts on the way he navigated us through this uh, this series? Do you put do you, we, we gave him a lot of credit throughout, you know, the basically the second half of the year. Uh, where do you stand on Tony now? Uh, I'm a little, I'm a little, I'm a little soured with, with some of the decisions that were made this series. Uh, game two, um, you know, he is, uh, you know, he just leaving Giolito out maybe a little, little too long. Um, the the defensive replacement uh, that that kind of cost us going to crochet back to back days. Um, you know, I. It's tough to argue with anything that was done on Tuesday, but, um, you know, today, I, I don't know. I mean, was Kopech ready? He, he must have been if he went in, but he didn't look he didn't look right. He was just throwing straight fastballs. Um, I, I guess my overall takeaway is, well, like, well, we won one postseason game. What what's different from what Ricky Renteria did? Um, mm. And he had less. Um, so I, that's not a great answer, but I, I mean, I was expecting more from LaRusse in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I, I just thought there would be a little bit more of an, a strategic edge or something, or yeah, I would, I would perk up and be like, wow, check out what, you know, check out that, what he's doing. Um, mm -hmm. uh, look what they, look at how they, uh, set up in the infield or, Look at the, look at that strategic move. I, I, aside from putting Garcia in right field on Sunday, which a lot of people uh, at the gathering I had at, at the house ahead of time were, were just tearing their hair out. Like, how can you put Garcia into the game um, and play right field after what he gave you in game two? And here he was the hero. Yeah. Um, so aside from that, I mean, there's a lot of questionable decisions. But at the end of the day, Pat, I mean, this offense has to hit. Uh, you know, where, that's where I'm at with it, Nick, is, you know, I, I, I've seen a little bit here and there about, you know, giving Tony a hard time. And at the end of the day, what did we scored one run in this game and one run in the in the first game? Right. It was am I, is my memory serving me? Yeah, correct? We I scored, think that was a, that was the six to one game. Yeah. So you, you score. You, you've got to score more than that. And I'm sorry, you got to get more out of a starting staff. You got to get more out of a Dylan Cease. You have to get more out of Lance Lynn. And. And uh, I think maybe you, maybe today I would have I would have liked to seen how Rodan maybe could have you know gone a little bit further, but again he had a quick hook. I get that because of the health and, and the concerns there, but but like know, look man. at uh, I would say, and this is not necessarily a Larusa problem, but you know it's going to be Han and the Sox organization. 
is the mentality of ball go far, team go far. Well, you know, what happens if you're if the ball's not going far? I mean, if that's if that's your only card that you have to play as an offense, and that is uh, there's a power outage. You're telling me like, well, hey, we're not hitting home runs, so we're not going to be scoring any runs. That to me needs to change because Houston. If I'm Larusa, I'm going to Han and and Sox Brass. I'm gonna be like, look what they did to us. Okay, they 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 death by paper cuts. They mm-hmm. hit it where we weren't. You know, they they swipe bags. They played a little small ball. They definitely played their stadium very well with the AstroTurf. You know, and yeah, they popped a couple home runs here and there, but it's not like they outslugged us. They just took advantage, man. They had patient hitters. Mm-hmm. And I'm worried about, I think, I, I don't know what's going to happen, whose job's on the line, if anybody, but maybe that's a conversation that Frank Menachino has to have with a mindset of this is the approach, our new approach, maybe offensively, because this ball go far, team go far. I, I, I that's tough for me to like, that's not a multi-dimensional um, facet. Like I, I can't get behind that as like, well, that's got to be our model. We're just going to out slug them. And if that doesn't work, well, then hopefully our pitching can hold on. Uh, yeah. You know, you know what I mean. No, I understand that, but you still have to get the ball off the ground, Nick. I mean, we hit way too well, many again, balls. Uh, no, absolutely, and that's where I think the conversation with Menachino comes into play of his his statements he made earlier this season of, well, I'd rather have guys hitting three hundred uh, than hitting multiple, you know, than hitting balls out of the ballpark. Well. I don't know if that got into some people's heads and, and like they're not going to elevate the ball anymore. But yeah, there are way too many ground balls, way yeah. too many double plays. Um, Abreu, boy, the last few weeks he's just been capped in double play, if not a majority of the season. Yeah, and I, my, I would suspect that there's something up with him, right? In terms of he's got something. If he doesn't have some fractures in his elbow, I'd be surprised, right, Nick? With as many times as he's gotten hit in that left elbow, yeah. I don't know if that's been you know the issue there. And he's he's too proud and too tough of a guy to to say, well, I've got you know I'm I'm banged up. But I have yeah. to believe Nick with the way that he just has stopped hitting the ball at the ballpark and rolling over as many pitches as he does. Mm-hmm. There's got to be something up with that left arm where he just has no drive in in anything. Yeah. Um, but going back to your Larusa, your overall Larusa comment, um, I, I he's not leaving. Uh, he he'll be the manager unless he decides he's not going to be the manager. Oh yeah. I mean, uh, it, and it, I don't. I'm. I didn't bring it up because I. I think. I know. I know. But I think there's some. There's some folks out there that that are like they're calling for Tony's head, or or he's got to be gone. He ain't going anywhere unless he says to Jerry, like, look. I really thought we had a shot this year. I kind of, yeah, I signed a multi-year deal, but it was really, it was for one year. Um, I can't do this. This is, this is a, this is a grind. Mm -hmm. Um, This is a lot. And uh, I just don't think I can do it and and invest in, in what you need. I I don't know, but uh, he'll, he'll be back. If he really thinks he can do this. And, but the question is, is like, what else does, what else does Han do? You know, um, Han, I, I feel I like he's done everything, right? Yeah, I, I, but but Nick, now it's time to, he's not in rebuild or tear down mode right now. Now it's like, okay, I've got a really good base. Yeah. Uh, I, I've just got to add and fill and maybe make some some very shrewd uh, 
a, a deal here or there if there's something that you desperately need. But he's in a great position in terms of the the people that he signed. Again, the, the contracts that the cores signed to. It's now it's about the team to perform. I, I think it's less about the manager and less about the GM and more about the guys that you're you're paying that are supposed to be, you know, star level stars. Yeah. You know, being that way when it really counts. You talked about Aloya Menes. Man, the the guy really hasn't done anything since you know the second week after he's been back in the lineup. Honestly, in terms of yeah. driving the ball to the ballpark like he's supposed to do, rolling over the ball and hitting in double yeah. plays like every five seconds. You know, Yohan Mikata, I you know I'm again his all the advanced analytics, the defense that he plays are going to tell you that he's a really good player, and he is. He's solid, but I expect more than like a dozen home runs in a season. You know, yeah. he's, he's yeah. better than that. He's a 25 home run guy. He yeah. should be, he should be in most lineups. You're, you're middle of the lineup guy that, or second or third all the time and, and be competing for one of the best players yeah. in the league, in my opinion. So it, to me, it's, you've got guys, you've got some really good players that you should, you, we expect more out of, and they've got to perform more when the chips are down and when it really counts. Yeah. Uh, uh, hopefully, uh, they, they build on this. Um, you know, uh, again, I, if you're looking for silver linings, I'll give you one more and, and it's an obvious one. Luis Robert is a beast. Mm-hmm. Um, he, 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 he played really well. Uh, he was at, at one point, the only offense that was really going, uh, for the, for the socks and, uh, he left today's game with a leg issue. Uh, I don't really know the severity of that. I'm sure we'll get breakdowns as the weeks um, the weeks come here. But um, that that guy is going to be a superstar. Yeah. He he's very well could be a, an MVP of the league, uh, you know, for multiple years. So um, here's to health. Here's to you know a productive off season and. Uh, you know, it, it's bitter, man. It, it, it's it's tough right now, but uh, the, the core is here, and there should be some very successful teams moving forward. Um, but like you know, like you said, I, I I agree that there is a foundation. It's just the build on right now. Mm-hmm. It's the build on. It's the fine tune. Yep. No, and and there are there are brighter days ahead, Nick. And uh, today's a tough one, but. Well, you and I will get excited as as this uh, this fall and this winter progress, and hear about the rumors and things happening. Yep. And hopefully, you know, you talked about the CBA. Hopefully, that doesn't uh, you know deter a, a season from happening or any kind of strike happening. We'll see how that all plays out, Nick. But uh, you know, it is it is what it is, and I hate that term, but it is what it is right now. Yeah, um, we've got to wear it. The team's got to wear it, and I hope uh, I hope they they you know can come back next year and and uh not want to have that feeling again and take away you know what this fan base can give you yeah. if you if you want it to uh to continue to give it to you so yeah uh pat always uh, a pleasure talking socks with you even in these difficult moments it's great to commiserate with um just someone that i connect with so well and uh, looking forward to talking White Sox in the off season with you, buddy. Yeah, my man, we will. We'll we'll keep this. Uh, we'll keep it going. And uh, you know, congratulations to you, my friend, for the success of this show and cracking the top one hundred. That's great because not too long ago we were talking about top two hundred and and the uh, the trajectory trajectory of this show. Mm-hmm. And it's all about you. I've told you that <laughs> uh, many times. Uh, you well, you put in all the work into this. And you've done a great job throughout the entire season. And I appreciate what you've done for this. And I hope our listeners appreciate it. So 
Uh, again, hats off to you, my friend. Tip of the cap. Uh, job well done. And we're not stopping, but no. uh, we won't. Uh, we probably won't be going on as often. There won't be as much to talk about. Uh, yeah, it might not. Uh, but we're, we're going to still be here for oh, you. Oh, yeah. Uh, thank you, Pat. Yeah, it might not be a weekly thing, but we'll try to get every couple weeks uh, something out. But if something breaks, when, when big news breaks, uh, we are here. <laughs> I'm here. here at first. Oh, yeah. I, a I'm day here. later. <laughs> we're, we're here. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just with all the passion, though, just maybe a day later. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're here for the rumors. We're here for everything. Uh, we do, thank you again, folks, uh, for for making this podcast so successful and uh, continue to pass it along to other fans, uh, coworkers, uh, folks that are maybe new to the White Sox. Uh, have them check us out. Um, you can find us everywhere you find your podcast. Subscribe and every new episode heads into that inbox. Uh, check us out on Twitter at Good Guys TV. We've also got a Facebook fan page, and you could always check us out on the ShyCitySports.com website where we have some very comfortable, very affordable, very fashionable Good Guys Talk Back t-shirts for purchase. Uh, for Pat Hester, I am Nick Morowski. Until next time, go Sox! Go Sox!